On this clinical insight, we have Sean Eno back, and this time uh, we got into a question and answer on orthotics, and really this covers a lot of the prefabricated ones versus the semi-custom ones versus really getting someone that knows what they're doing, doing a full evaluation, really customizing orthotics for you, uh, not just for you as a person but for each of your feet and how those are different and then how important that is in the long run so um, a couple myths dispelled here but really interesting content that we hope you get some benefit out of enjoy i'm sure it irks you uh, but i've got patients that um, say oh yeah i got orthotics made at the good feet store and they're all proud of them and all this. So um, I would like to hear it from you why you would recommend um, custom-made orthotics uh, from Extreme Footworks versus, you know, just a, a good feet place in the corner in the strip mall or something. All right. Well, the, you're, you're fine with um, using this as a video. Um, the, and um, the good feet store is not going to like me for, you know, telling the truth about their offering. But... Um, they have a predetermined number of prefabricated orthotics that they have either purchased or manufactured likely at this juncture for them somewhere else for pennies on the dollar. So you can go in there and find out what they charge for what they do. And it's an exorbitant amount of money, frankly, for something that is not custom built to your foot. Now they will take the time to assess um, and they do a reasonable assessment of a weight-bearing profile of the foot. But they take that information, they go in back to boxes on the shelf, they pull orthotics that they haven't paid much at all for per pair, they sell you on a three-pair system that has been built to someone else's middle-of-the-road last, and then charge you, I've heard, as, as much as $775 for those three pairs of orthotics and the time spent on them. And I'm here to tell you that if you don't wanna trust me, then ask them to show you how the cast they take of you in their office translates into something specifically built to your foot. They don't like educated questions because the answers will show that they are running a scam, okay? Back before they took their offering their, or created their offering, there was an infomercial, one of those, um, we're gonna sell you call right now and you'll get two for one for 1999 called the Alsner Orthotic. And I think if I recall correctly, that's not available anymore because the Good Feet store decided to buy the Alsner and turn it into their mm -hmm. offering. Okay. So it, it, what goes on with companies like the Good Feet store, and I'm also gonna throw foot levelers under the bus, is that they are buying pre-made components and at most assembling them to some degree, and that's more foot levelers, to offer a semi-customized product under the guise of a customized product. The only customization that I'm aware of the last time I checked the Good Feet store is that they are taking some information about you and your feet and your activities, and that decide, helps them decide which box to retrieve your orthotics out of from and back. Gotcha. So then in essence, the right is going to look exactly like the left in whatever pair that they get. Well, yeah. And then the only reason they do anything differently is if you had, maybe you had a congenital one-sided club foot, right? 
Sure. They get a little higher arched one out of the one side with a little shorter met length, heel to met length, right? Ball to heel. And mm -hmm. so they would customize perhaps a left and a right, but I've never even heard of such a thing. Um, meaning I have never seen a pair of, and I've seen a lot of good feet pairs of orthotics. I've never seen a pair that were mismatched like that. Wow. Okay. And how often, I mean, would you say in your experience, <clears throat> is it pretty often that a right side is going to differ from the left side on the exact same patient? Well, gosh, I mean, we don't see a fair uh, cross-section of the population. So in our offices, we see asymmetries all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, even if you had, say, say they had two feet the same when they're 12 years old, but they have a quarter inch short leg, then 30 years into gait, they're gonna have one hyperpronated long arch, size 13, right? And they're gonna have an 11 and a half left that they've been supinating all their life on. So yeah, how do you, what do you do about that? They might even have split sizing on shoes or have one foot that swims around or one foot that chronically busts out the other shoe because it's too small. And from what I understand, the Good Feet store does try to combine and sell footwear as well with their offering. And so does uh, foot levelers too. They try to combine the, the, the um, footwear with the offering. And foot lovers might even be able to design you a, a, an asymmetric pair of orthotics. But as far as I know, this is the same thing left and right that you're getting out of the Good Feet store. And this was the Alzner. Um, but yeah, it says Good Feet. But as God is my witness, Alzner. <laughs> cool. So Doug Alzner made his mill of sitting in his boat in the Caribbean and good feed stores taking it to people. They must probably possibly be reaching the top of the apex of their business model, whereas people I would suggest are maybe catching on to the garbage that they're slinging because they, they had a real aggressive ad here in our local website for the news that just i turned it on and it was like good feed store and i'm like whoa hey that's gotta cost a pretty penny for the advertisement yeah they get yeah. guys like mccaffrey to plug it and back when i was just a journeyman the dorthist uh, one of his uh, somebody that did some work for him was a patient of ours and uh they <laughs> he had feet that quote unquote, she tried good feet and they didn't do a thing for her. And this was somebody with a really aggressive forefoot varus pathology. So the reason why there's the, this is what I say about all prefabricated orthotics. And we're gonna offer one as a lab too eventually that we've made, because we, we think we can make a better one than what we see out there for prefabs. But we're not gonna call it custom, right? We're gonna sure. tell you what it is. Right. Um, but the, the thing about a prefab is, is that you're also looking at the value for the market that you're appealing to. So you get a patient comes in horrible feet, but they really can only afford $40, right? They can't afford three, four, 500 for a pair of orthotics. And you know that that prefab can help them to some degree outside of, or better than anything they have in their possession at that point in time, you would empirically go, Hey man, first of all, that, that, um, yeah, I was going to say McDonald's shoe. That's funny. That Walmart shoe, same thing. Yeah. Um, basically is part of the 
problem. So let's chew out of the Walmart shoe. There's there's the first expenditure for the patient. They're like, oh, really? I got to buy that $140 shoe? Yes, you do. So then you go, and then I'm going to send you, sell you this $40 prefab that's every bit as good as any crap you can get for $750 at Goodfeet store that's going to give you some relief, but you're going to come back to me someday and say, you know, it worked for a while, but my problems are back. Why is that? And the reason is, is that dysfunction and pain don't go hand in hand. It usually takes more dysfunction to create a pain symptom. They've got to get to a certain point of dysfunction before they report pain. And if we slide them back past that point with a 10 to 15% improvement from a prefabricated orthosis, then they're, they're good, right? And you've mm-hmm. made them better as a doctor or practitioner. But you've also told them, hey, this is stopgap measure. It's not going to serve you in the long run. And you can use a couple of things we can show um, with an orthotic and a prefab in a later talk. What's the difference and how can you assess? I think we could actually put a talk, a little 10-minute talk together about how to assess prefabs and other orthotics from other providers for for their efficacy, whether they're working and whether they're um, good for the patient or not. And we could do a couple of things with that. But... The point is, is that you can use a prefab and a shoe recommendation to get a positive outcome for your patients. Call it a spade. Tell them, hey, save some money. Then we'll cast you because you need to really get into 80 to 90% correction instead of 10 to 20. And put those prefabs you paid me for in your garden shoes when we get you in the customs kind of thing. So, and a lot of people come in here and replace stuff that they bought at the store that they say the same thing. This helped me, but only for a while. And then it didn't work anymore. And I figured I'd come see you because if these work a little bit, maybe you can make them make something that works a lot better, you know? And I hear that story too. So mm-hmm. prefabs are a way to get dubious patients around a corner in terms of comprehension and faith in the process as well. But <clears throat> that's when we're telling them what they're paying for. Right. Instead of sell them a custom under the guise of the prefab. For sure. Cool. Yeah, it's a great explanation. I appreciate that. Yeah, because you got com- you got competitors. I mean, let's take it one step further and then we'll be done. What's the difference between what you might decide to offer in your lab or office to somebody? I see those casts in the background there. Yeah, sure. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, what the podiatrist down the street's offering. And that's where you have to talk about the efficacy of the cast. So the two determinants for orthotic outcomes that have been shown in studies, anyway, is uh, that, that, that improve or create a more positive outcome are the efficacy of the cast done by the practitioner, which then reflects to the image of the patient's foot being provided to the lab, and then the selection of materials and posts customized to the patient based on a biomechanical and foot evaluation. You do all that correctly, and you're going to get a better outcome you've got basically a lot of podiatrists nationwide that don't take it to that next level. They're going to go bing, bang, boom on this cast and send it to somebody, come back and send it to you. And if it doesn't work, they don't really have any recourse. And that is, that's kind of like a next step up from a prefab offering. So why will the podiatrist bill my insurance and give me these, but over here, this other person will not bill my insurance, but, is trying to convince me that I should get these. And the difference is, is that if you're willing to pay $400, then your doctor can go and buy a pair from a lab for two 
or 160, 165 wholesale costs, which you as the end user, that's none of your business because you're not going to be able to get a custom product without someone helping you get into it, right? You mm -hmm. can't subvert the system. We see that a lot here too, where patients call up, hey, can I get a pair? And we go, no, you need to go back through your doctor. This is not something that's just handed to you off the shelf. There's a level of responsibility. But the point is, is that it's in that moment that you can convince them that with Medicare paying $79 a side, that they're only getting half of that in terms of the value of the product. There's no way that someone who's getting $150, $158 to provide you with a pair of orthotics is paying anybody more than $60 for that pair to then turn around and make 90 to provide them to you. And for 60, you are not gonna get a really quality custom foot orthotic. And that's why an end user, a, 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 a patient, a client, a patron is, is going to be couched into stepping up one more level because that step up is gonna get them something with just a little bit more engineering, a little bit more thought, a little bit more time placed into it. And they should then therefore expect to see a greater outcome and result from their investment at that point. Sure, you get what you pay for. Right, yeah, yeah. and that, that's why there's a lot of crappy orthotics out there because it's real hard to provide orthotics and get insurance to pay them for you. They don't wanna pay you anything. And mm -hmm. at that point, then you say, you have to be really good at providing orthotics to charge cash, because no one wants to pay cash for medical services if they can help. Yeah. So cool. it's tough, but you know, if you know something is gonna work and you've got people telling you, I got a set of those and they work, and you know the company behind them and the doctor behind them is gonna stand up and behind them and get them to work, then, then it's worth that 400 bucks. Cool. Makes sense. Right on. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Sean. I appreciate it.